The B.C. government is enhancing the small and medium-sized business recovery grant program to make it easier for businesses to qualify. This could help capture more businesses, of course, that didn't qualify previously, and that would include places like restaurants. Pleased to welcome to the show now the president of the B.C. Restaurant Association, Ian Tossenson. Ian, how are you today? I'm good, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much for your time. Always appreciate you coming on the program. Um, I guess I'll uh, just start with uh, just the overall question here about this, you know, changes to the recovery grant program. I imagine this is going to have a pretty significant impact for a number of people, um, you know, within the restaurant association that weren't able to qualify before. Yeah, so about 75% of our industry is small to medium. We, we classify them as small to medium-sized businesses. So they've made it easier. Um, you know, the, the government did reach out. They have uh, did some collaboration. They did some listening. We did a press conference this morning with the minister, He's and I uh, had a chance to chat with him. He's really keen about it. So they basically they've, they've lowered the, uh, for example, the requirement that um, businesses that previously had to be in uh, operation for three years, they've, they've lowered that to 18 months. Um, they had a, a requirement that you had to show remittances to PST, GST, and WorkSafe. They've uh, got rid of all that, so the paperwork has been is way easier. And um, it was before you had to show a revenue loss of fifty percent. Now that's been reduced to thirty percent, so they make the qualification that much easier. Uh, sole proprietors are now eligible, and uh, businesses that are closed right now, uh, temporarily um, or seasonal, uh, uh, can now apply. And I'm, I'm told by the minister these applications take a couple of weeks. Maybe they've put a priority on this. They understand the, the need to get some money flowing into businesses. So we're, we're, we're really pleased about the way they've made the changes. So uh, I guess had you been hearing from a lot of your members who were maybe a little bit upset that they were just, you know, maybe they hadn't been open for a full three years. Maybe they'd only been open for two years and they just weren't able to qualify for this money or the revenues were down 40 percent, which didn't reach the threshold of 50 percent. I mean, I imagine there was a number of little um, uh, little things out there where we're kind of nitpicking where it's almost like we're so close to qualifying, but we don't qualify. And this could be the difference between staying open or not. Yeah. So, I mean, any restaurants that are listening right now or small business period. Uh, take another look at this because you know what what happens, and it's it's a tough time right now for anybody in the small business. Um, it's a tough time for restaurants right now just because of the health orders we're under. But um, uh, take another look at this because it's going to be a lot easier. And where they probably looked at it when uh, I don't qualify, and there's been a lot of disappointments along the way, not so much with provincial programs, but you know uh, on the federal programs they'd make an announcement that the details are hard to follow up. Suddenly now they got they got quite good with the rent program and wage subsidy. So do look at this again. It's a lot easier. And I think for those that, as you say, Jeff, took a look at this one, uh, whatever. Um, I, I think they'll find it's gonna it's a way better a uh, better program than it was. Was there a lot of frustration then? I guess that you heard from from people who maybe were going to try to apply for this funding, but then just kind of got sick of the process. I imagine. I mean, I'm hearing right now from a lot of people when it comes to the the recovery program that uh, the the premier just put out last week that we could start applying for our five hundred dollars or one thousand dollars on Friday, and a lot of people are being frustrated with some of the follow up information that is being asked to them. I imagine that there were some people who were probably going through this process here when it comes to the business recovery program and said uh, maybe this isn't worth my time yeah it's an interesting point we we thought that was going to come up this morning at the press conference people would go well if, if it's if it's slow over there it's going to be slow over here and not the case with this particular program um 
the other program I think uh, on the on the uh, recovery grants for individuals, um, I think they they just weren't quite prepared to sort of handle the the onslaught of people that wanted to apply. But this one, um, the program is in place. This is just a um, this has been a revision of the of the current program, and so yeah. For people don't connect this program with the personal recovery grant mm-hmm. program, this one's up and running. It's just been enhanced, and um, you know they, they've got the the money and the people and all the requirements to make this thing happen. So uh, yeah, I can see how people would go. Uh, maybe try to connect the two, but there's no connection. Fair enough, fair enough. I wasn't necessarily trying to compare them. I was just trying to compare some frustration that individuals well, might yeah. have with them. That's all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, we're here into the holiday season. We're, you know, approaching the, the tail end of the year, getting ready to, for the calendar to flip into 2021. Um, one of the things that uh, I had a talk about not too long ago was uh, a private member's bill that stalled in the legislature here uh, during the last couple of weeks when they were just most recently in session talking about the cap um, to potentially mm. be put on um, service or food delivery services, right? Things like skip the dishes that can charge quite a bit to restaurants when they go out and, uh, and deliver their product. Pretty frustrating, I felt, that it didn't really make it very, very far when the uh, bill was presented. And this was something that I know the NDP has talked about. I guess, what is the concern level about these fees that are being charged? And is there any frustration that the government doesn't seem to be moving more quickly to help them out on these kinds of uh, fees that are, that are you know, probably really digging into people's bottom lines? Yeah, so the background for your uh, listeners, um, when you order from Skip the Dishes or DoorDash or... Uh, Uber Eats. Um, now, there's a company well, the, the, you're, the, Those restaurants are being charged up to 30 uh, percent for the services that these companies are providing. There is a company operating in Kamloops, albeit a startup out of Victoria, called Tutti, and and they actually have a relationship with with uh, restaurants, and they're doing it at 10 percent. But nevertheless, the, the companies that have the big market share um, are charging these fees, and so in the springtime. I tried to get them to see if we could find some cooperation with their industry because at 30%, there's very little left for uh, for the restaurant owner. Mm-hmm. As an example of this, a $50 order of a restaurant, by the time they pay their labor and their packaging and their commissions and stuff, they might make $2 on that order. So we went to the government, and the government looked at it, and then we looked at what was happening in the States. In the States... In Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York City, uh, they capped the fees because they said these companies are taking advantage. These are big global companies taking advantage of the fact that restaurants are operating at limited capacity. So it was, it was at the election time where both parties said yes to capping the fees. And there was a private member's bill uh, that, was, that just uh, fell off the side of the desk. So nothing happened in the legislature. But... I know for a fact that this week we're going to hear some news in this one, and I don't know what the news is, but I, I'm very confident, Jeff, that it's going to be really good news and possibly a Christmas miracle for our industry because when we're operating at, at these restricted capacities and people are you know, not going out uh, anywhere near what they have in the past this December uh, to restaurants, 
um, we are going to rely more and more on, on takeout and delivery. So I think we're going to hear something this week that we'll be quite happy about. All right. Well, I will uh, keep my ear to the ground on, on that one. I think that's pretty much all I have for questions for you right now, Ian. Just happy to see that some movement is being done here to help restaurants, small and medium-sized businesses in general that I know are are continuing to struggle through these COVID-19 times. And I guess just on that note, one final uh, question for you, just in, maybe in terms of a message to anyone listening. A lot of people like to order out, you know, when they're sitting at home um, and it's a cold winter day, they want to order some food in. I guess, do you have a, a recommendation for how people should actually go about doing that to make Make sure that the local restaurants are actually getting uh, the money that they deserve for delivering the service they provide. Well, what I would do suggest uh, first, Jeff, is go to that restaurant's website to see what they're doing, whether or not they are. Some restaurants, they do their own deliveries, not too many. Some restaurants will say, if you can, and um, come and pick it up yourself, curbside pickup, that would be ideal. If that doesn't work, um, then they'll lead you to an ordering process and they'll take you to one of the other companies, uh, Skip the Dishes or DoorDash. Um, Despite the fact they're high commissions the way it sits today, um, certainly act on that. Don't don't say, I'm not going to do that because the business, I mean, even if they uh, make an order and they're not making a lot of money, it is still cash flow Mm -hmm. for that business. Uh, Same thing if you buy a gift card and wait maybe the new year to use it or buy a gift card and give it to your friend. You can still go to restaurants with people in your household. There's still a number of ways to, to utilize restaurants. And, you know, from the office of Dr. Henry, as one of the doctors told us, you know, one of the things that they, they feel very confident about is that restaurants are safe and restaurants are good to get out to and, and for, certainly for our mental health. So if you can get out and enjoy yourself, I 100% encourage that. Of course, I'd say that, but I mean it from a different level. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so uh, we really do appreciate the community support that we, we do get for our, our industry. Well, and uh, we're sitting here on December 21st, so anyone looking for a last-minute gift to get someone, uh, a restaurant gift card is always going to be something that I don't know I would appreciate, so I'm sure most people feel the same way. Thanks so Sounds much. Good. Thanks so much, Ian. Appreciate the time as always, and uh, enjoy the snow. Happy holidays, buddy.